Hey guys, thanks for joining us for our third podcast in a series, Let's Talk. I'm super excited today because we have one of my favorite teachers of all time, Mr. Kessner, joining us. I had him in eighth grade as a history teacher, and now I have him this year. And I'm in an 11th grade class called Passion Project, so let's hear it for Mr. Kessner. Thank you so much for having me, Nikki. This is, this is fun. I feel, feel like a big timer with you. Yeah, thanks for coming. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, how many years have you been a teacher, and what made you want to be a teacher? Sure. Yeah, so I've been um, I've been a teacher for, this is my 14th year. Um, I've been at the Three Rivers School District for my entire career. I spent 11 years, my first 11 years, as an 8th grade history teacher, where I had you uh, and many of your friends uh, the first time. Um, and then three years ago, school came to me about a new opportunity that we call the Taylor High School Career Academies and seeing if I wanted to take uh, a new job um, teaching high school. Um, and that is what I've been doing uh, going on three years now. That's awesome. So one of the reasons that I asked you to be on the podcast today is because you've always been a positive influence on students in our school. And I'm not just saying that because you're on my guest today. I mean, really, everyone loves Mr. Kessner. I know this is kind of a hard question, but why do you think you have this positive connection with your students? I think for me, it's I'm truly doing what I enjoy. Um, I always tell people, you know, 95% of the time I enjoy coming into school and and being around the kids and being with you guys. I just, I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, and that's why I have that um, that energy, I would say. Um, I, I, I love to deal with students. I have a heart for my students. Um, and, and really my thing is as a teacher, um, I want to connect with you guys personally um, much more before connecting with you with the topic that I'm teaching. Uh, a few years ago, um, I, I came across, and, and I, don't, I don't know who or who to credit. I didn't come up with it, um, but it was like if you think of an equation, you know, five and then the greater sign three, um, it would just it said relationship is greater than task or relationship over task. And it's this idea that you know, whatever you're doing for work, if there comes a time where you need to build into a relationship, you should stop the task at hand, build in, build relationships, and that's going to that's gonna be the most important thing. Um, and that's what I really try to do. Um, I, the topic I teach, I love. I think it's important. Um, but at the end of the day, I just want to always greet, compliment, um, just make school a positive place for kids. Um, I never know what my students are going through. Classmates never know um, how good or bad a day is. And uh, if I can just make their day a little better, um, that's, what, that's what I would love to do. Um, there's a saying in teaching that um, kids will, you know, down the road will forget the subject you taught, um, but they'll never forget how you treated them. Um, and I've, I've always really stuck to that. You, you might not remember, you know, the most important things in history class and all the dates and the people, um, but I hope you always carry with you, you know, how I interacted with you or how I had a positive attitude or treated other kids and handled situations. So um, that's just kind of how I tackle each workday as a teacher and with you guys. Yeah, I love that. I personally think it's because you're always fun to be around. But it's obvious that you really care about all your students and their futures. I've even heard that you continue to check on students after they graduate. Is that true? 
And you got some good intel. I uh, I do. Um, so with teaching uh, in the same district for for the time that I've had, uh, I've just stayed connected um, with a lot of my former students. Um, I've been told I'm like the ultimate hype man. I'm you know, and I don't take that lightly. Um, so I, I like I said, I truly care uh, much more about the kids than you know necessarily the the, the subject. I, I currently on my fridge at home have two um, save the dates for uh, two of my former students and, and uh, players uh, that are getting married. Um, and that just that means a lot to me that they would still uh, reach out to me, that they still um, care to talk and fill me in on life. Um, so whether it's, you know, kids I've coached or, or kids in my passion project classes uh, in the past, um, just staying that connected and, and cheering them on and um, trying to do what I've always known to be, you know, just using words of information and staying positive and um, just, again, as part of my mission of, of being a teacher is just helping kids in all aspects of their life. Yeah, I think that's so amazing. You have such a great connection with all your students. So how important do you think it is for students and teachers to have a good relationship? In my opinion, it's number one. Um, you know, when I went through school to be a teacher and, you know, in my early years of teaching and reading books and um, and even just in, when I think about the teachers that I loved and why I became a teacher was because of coaches and, and teachers that I had a close connection with. Uh, I had a blast in high school. Um, and, and I think that relationship building, if you're a teacher, that's number one. Um, you're not, it doesn't matter how great you teach your subject. If a kid doesn't feel connected with you, if a kid doesn't want to come into your class and sit in there, they're never going to learn what you teach. Um, mm -hmm. so that, that foundation, you know, that old, you know, you got to reach them to teach them, um, is, is really number one, in my opinion. And what I try to do every day is, how can I connect with a kid? I would say if I were to write a book about teaching, it would be like how to how to reach a kid through their gym shoes. And and I always give the line like, if you have a kid that's got that brand new pair of shoes on, right? I mean, you're you're feeling it. You're walking in. You laced them up, and you just like new pair of shoes. I know for me makes me feel like a million bucks. And whenever I see that, I always try to call that out. And kids just light up whether I have them as a student or not. You know, you're like those shoes are sweet. Yeah. They just naturally, right? They're like, somebody noticed it's my shoes, right? And and for whatever reason, that sticks with them. Um, so that's, again, something I try to call out or the new haircut. I don't know many people that don't love compliments. So I try yeah. to give those as, as much as I can. Yes. So when you think about this, a teacher teaches knowledge on a particular subject, and a mentor is about experiences, and a mentor shares real-life knowledge, maybe advising them. Do you feel at times you can be both to your students, a teacher and a mentor? I, yes, and and I try to do that. Uh, um, you know, I try to strive to carry myself in a way, um, you know, that is like a mentor to kids, um, whether it's advising them or helping them. Hey, what do I do? I You know, I teach a lot of juniors, seniors, and what do I do with my next phase of life? Is it college? Is it a trade? Is it going into a career? What should it be? Um, you know, dealing with all the struggles of life as a teenager with um, friends and sports and significant others. Um, you know, teachers, I think, over time have kind of been turned to increasingly more uh, 
to help with that, whether it's, you know, maybe a student doesn't have their a parent around and a teacher kind of fills that void of a male role model or a female role model or whatever that might be. Um, you know, I, I see and I think you as a student, students read people so well and you guys don't you guys don't make stuff up. I mean, you guys tell it like it is, whether it's good and yes. bad, yeah. you know, uh, you, you know, your teammates and, and your classmates. Uh, kids are smart um, and, and kids can pick up on teachers that are really into their job that that love their job and teachers that you're like, what are you doing? I always say, you know, there's a big difference with a teacher whose job is their position, you know, that's their paycheck and a teacher whose job is their mission. Um, and I feel very much called that I'm in the right place um, to be a teacher. Yeah, I just have always felt like I'm right where I should be. Um, doing what I should do uh, to make an impact. Um, and, and I get a lot of joy from that. Yeah, that's awesome. So you teach a class called um, Passion Project, which, as I said, I'm taking from you right now. My project is this podcast, and I wanted to do something with communications or broadcasting. And so I reached out to Natalie Jones, a DJ at Q102. And she was kind enough to agree to be my mentor, and she's really taught me a lot about this industry. And she introduced me. She introduced me to people at Q One Two and taught me how to use some of the equipment to record the podcast. And it really has been truly a wonderful experience. So, can you tell our audience today more about what the Passion Project class includes? Yeah, sure. So, you did a really good job of explaining the purpose of this class. So, Passion Project. This is our second year, um, and and again, this has just been a blessing that you know. Mrs. Ryan, our, our school counselor, uh, Taylor, um, we were sitting in her office one day talking about courses to add and what do I think? What, do, what should we do? What do you like? And, uh, and I had this idea of just kind of like an independent study um, and the fact that unfortunately we can't always give kids a, a great option when it comes to their individual passions or something they want to do real world hands-on we're just kind of constricted uh, with what we can do in the traditional high school so I came up with this idea uh, with the encouragement of Miss Ryan for the passion project she said we've done independent studies in the past but yeah I mean put your spin on it and you know my whole idea behind it is helping kids and giving them the space you get one bell a day for the entire year to just do your thing. Um, and it's it's very much a chance for me as the teacher to get out of your way. Um, I always say sometimes us teachers, us adults, um, we just need to step back and let kids show us how great they are. And this is a perfect example. So, yes, I'm your teacher. Yes, I've guided you or, or you know, set you up. This is some things to do, Nikki. But from there, you've run with it. You reached out, you you know, like the fact we're sitting in a professional studio recording a podcast. This is like exactly your dream and you want to do broadcasting. Like, how cool is this? Yes. And that's not because yeah. of me, right? That's yeah. you just given the space and given some tools and encouragement. And then you've taken it from here. Um, and, and I just get to sit and, you know, kind of clap and cheer you on and, uh, you know, you guys just kids blow me away, right? When sometimes mm -hmm. adults get out of the way, um, I'm all always, always seeing kids blow us away. 
Um, so my big thing through the class is teaching, you know, just you guys skills that will last beyond your high school, whatever your, your job is. Um, and you hear me say all the time, GSD and FIO, right? I'm, yeah. I'm big on, like, dreams don't work unless you do. You got to, yes. you know, get stuff done and you got to figure it out. And a lot of times I look at you or your, your classmates and say, you got a GSD, you got FIO. <laughs> and I know you guys hate it and you're like, just tell me. But I think there's great progress in that, figuring it out yourself and empowerment and you gain confidence. Um, and so I hope that these skills that you're learning in this class, just really from self-discovery of you and goal setting and time management and talking to other adults and calling people up and asking for things and really just being your own advocate. I hope that that pays off five years down the road, 10 years down the road. You just look at it and go, oh my gosh, I found that out about myself when I took this class. Um, but you know what I would like to do? Cause you know, I, I like to put it back on you is I got two questions for you about passion project. Okay. So you have been a butt kicker. This is episode number Three. Three for your podcast, which is amazing. Uh, I'll ask you one, and then I'll ask you the second one after you answer. So my question for you is, what's been your favorite part of class so far? My favorite part of the Passion Project is really getting to gain real-life experience. It's it's hands-on, for instance, with my project, which is this podcast. I've had the opportunities to meet people of my experience with my interests, which also learning the ins and outs, such as how to use the equipment, et cetera. But yeah. Uh, and like, think about the resume builder this is for you and the exactly. connections to when you start going into that senior year and what's next That's to what say, like, well, I have a podcast. Here it is. Oh, I dealt with the, oh, yes, I recorded. And like, it's just, it's just awesome. And I, I love to see you doing it. Awesome. One more for you. And then I'll All give right. your show back, I guess. Uh, <laughs> what, what has been so far, we three three quarters in of school, what has been the most meaningful lesson or skill that you've taken away from this class? Um, well, I've learned a lot of skills. Really um, better communication, how to plan, setting goals, and, you know, how to use certain equipment, and really getting organized, too, and talking to adults and building my relationships. And I've got... I've got to learn so much more about my guests, which has been really fun to me. Awesome. That is great. Yes. Great. All right. Well, um, when I think of passion projects, some students may not yet know what their passion is. Through your coaching and advice, it may be a skill set that they have that just they don't realize they have. And you help them bring that out to them. So how might you help a student figure out how something they are or might be passionate about, like, what they have a gift for? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think we we as teachers, parents, society put a lot of pressure on kids. You know, you're 17, 18, and we're like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? And you're like, I don't know. And, and for most people, if you look at people that are, you know, college age, after college age, you know, in their 30s, beyond whatever, a lot of people have changed their career from what they originally, you know, maybe post- high school went to do. I know a lot of people that are second, third careers. My wife went to college for one thing and and then switched and now is a teacher, second career. Um, And, you know, I think I just kind of, I got lucky um, with, I I 
signed up for college as like business. I'm going to do sales and all that. Quickly realized, no, I want to teach, and and I've been fortunate enough to stick with it. Um, but I think for me, trying to get kids to just think more about, yeah, money's important. Yes, that pays the bills, and you should be thinking about that. But how could you find a job that you enjoy? I know, I know, you know, it's not hard. A lot of my friends make more money than I do. You know, I'm a teacher. We all know we're not the richest uh, in terms of bank account. But I, you know, I, I I know people that make great money. And they hate going into work every day. You know, it's just mm-hmm. they get nothing out of it. It's they sit at a desk or they're just it's so stressful. Um, whereas I'm the opposite. You know, most days I love going into work and, and I truly do. I, I enjoy it. Um, and and so with helping kids, I want them to see, hey, if you can line up your skills and your interests and make it a career, it's a home run. And yes, money will come right um in our class i made you guys well i asked you guys to read a book i don't know about some of you doing it or not um you being one of them nikki no you know uh but we read a book called so good they can't ignore you be so good they can't ignore you and in that book the guy the author talks a lot about debunking this you know follow your passions and your dreams and it'll all work out Mm -hmm. and I like that book because it does push back some of my beliefs and he makes some valid points, um, you know, and, and his big point is no matter what it is, you have to, there has to be skills and they have to be so valuable. Somebody wants to pay you for it. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, not all passions are careers. I agree with that, but I still think you should enjoy your job. And the more you think about that um, or some of you might, have your passion projects and realize this isn't what I want to do. Well, you've learned it now versus later um, when the stakes are higher or you're paying money for school. Um, so I just, it's been great to see. It's a lot of work. You know, it's, it can be frustrating when some kids are working really hard at their projects, other kids, not so much. Um, but this is a part of the year where I start to sit back and you're recording podcasts and we got other teammates of yours that, you know, have done murals and are, and are doing um, websites and doing things for foster care and making videos and graphic design and all these things. And it's just like I call my proud dad moments. You know, the fact I, I have four kids of my own, but you guys, my students, I see as my kids. And, you know, when you guys are doing these big time things, I get joy out of that because I see you guys seeing the value in your hard work. And you guys just doing what you love. And I'm like, this is just because we created space for you to be able to do it. So kudos to you, Nikki Lipper. I think you are doing an amazing job. Uh, most people might not know this, but I coached Nikki in middle school golf when she was in seventh grade. <laughs> and the fact she has her own podcast now, I would have never believed it had yeah. you told me. You were just super quiet. quiet. Yes. Yeah. Quiet, reserved, Um, and then I saw you on the drama stage, and now this. um, It's just been awesome to watch uh, that maturity, and and just I'm super proud of you. So keep it up. You're you're doing so awesome. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Well, as I had said, you always demonstrate a positive attitude, and you're an enthusiastic teacher, and you always act as a positive role model. And so I'd like to thank you all what all you do for our students. And thanks for joining us today on Let's Talk. 
And to our listeners today, we can all take a lesson from Mr. Kester being positive can be contagious. You never know what others are going through, so remember to always be kind. And don't forget to stay tuned for the next episode of Let's Talk. Thanks again, Mr. Kessner.